and welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Sean Finder on the line. He's the CEO over at autoclose.com. Uh, Sean, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Adam. I'm uh, excited to be here. So, Sean, um, I'm pumped to get into what you're doing over at AutoClose, and that's because there's a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this podcast, and, you know, and sales is a big deal, and learning how um, to increase your sales engagement always um, is a good thing for a business. Um, that being said, before we get into AutoClose, uh, let's start a little bit um, with your background. So, how did you get started as an entrepreneur? That's a great question. So, um you know, years ago, uh, I played actually competitive tennis until I was about 18. And then in my, when I was just starting my MBA, I started like a little side business where I was actually just bringing in um, cartons from the Orient. Um, I was bringing cosmetic cartons from the Orient and selling them to clients here in Toronto. And my end goal was just, you know, hopefully make enough money to pay my rent every month. So, you know, I was in school thinking to pay my rent. And it kind of was like the backbone of what started me as an entrepreneur. And then I um, I went into a, I did a finance MBA um, at McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario, and started working finance and realized um, I felt like a little bit of an extrovert for the finance role. I was um, going on the elevator and my boss and everyone was scared to kiss the, the TV at the top and nobody would say hi to each other. So <laughs> I kind of I kind of felt like it wasn't a fit for me and I got a lucky opportunity um, to be a VP of sales for a company just straight out of working for finance. And that's where I came up with the idea and, um, and came up with my venture, uh, my first one, Exchange Leads, four years ago, and haven't looked back since, um, since making that jump from uh, being a VP of sales to starting my own startup. What kind of, uh, obviously, we all, you know, it's, you're starting, whether it's your first business or your 20th business, we always learn from the, both the successes and the failures of these businesses. Um, that being said, what kind of advice would you give to that new college grad that's going out there and considering starting their first business? So here's, here's the, the, the biggest advice I would say is, you know, everyone every day comes up with ideas, um, but you have to have a short and medium plan on when you want to execute that idea. So even though I came up with the idea of my first business exchange leads, which, you know, is now integrated with AutoClose, I still couldn't just, you know, leave my day-to-day -day job because, you know, as a, as a person at school, if you're not, you know, for me, I moved out of my parents' house, you have rent, I had a girlfriend, you know, you can't just not make money and start a startup. So what I would recommend is build the product on the side on, as a side hustle. So, Work your day job and at nighttime start building your entrepreneurial product or service, whatever you're building. And what I did personally was when I made that first sale in my head, it took about five months to build, but in my head I said, once I make that first sale, um, I'm going to take the leap um, because the product's been made and I've made my first sale, so there is going to be some market fit. Um, so what I would say is don't jump in too early. Um, make sure you're saving up for it, knowing that your first four months you might not, you know, be profitable. You might not make money. Um, so plan ahead and just don't jump into it would be my advice for somebody coming into school. And that was the advice I took, which um, is why we bootstrapped now two companies and have been both very successful. 
No, that's awesome and, and definitely great advice. Um, so to be a little bit more methodical about going out and then starting that venture. Um, all right, Sean, so let, let's transition a bit. I'm, I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at AutoClose. Um, so what kind of clients are you helping and what exactly are you helping them with? So what we're helping, you know, salespeople do is, is fill the top of their sales funnel. So, you know, people, salespeople want to make money. CEOs want to make revenue. National sales managers want their regional sales managers to have more qualified demos. What AutoClose does, it automates it all. So it's very good for, you know, medium-sized teams um, because we're booking them demos of their product or their service. But it's also good for solopreneurs and startups um, or small teams because ideally, if you were going to go out and pay a sales rep even, say, $60,000 a year, you know, for one-twelfth the price, you basically have a robotic sales rep, which is AutoClose, doing all that stuff for you. So for a startup um, or a solopreneur or something that's capital tight, um, AutoClose is a great option because you don't have to pay that salary. You don't have to train a new salesperson for three months, and then they leave you, and you, you've invested you know, $10,000, $20,000. Um, so it saves, the, it saves the smaller companies a lot of money, but it also um, helps generate and get that momentum going um, with their business. What kind of, um, and obviously you bring on a lot of uh, clients and you, you know, through your, not only through your software, but when you're, when you're having these discussions, obviously, and doing a needs analysis and an assessment of the business, you get a good feel for what they're already currently doing um, in their sales process and or their, you know, their prospecting process, um, process. What kind of mistakes do you find that, you know, a lot of companies out there are making that you just see over and over again? You're like, ah, you're, you're kind of hitting the mark on it. Are missing the mark on it. Yeah, I think the most important thing that not only sales reps, sales managers, and companies and owners is nobody spends enough time at the forefront sitting down and finding out who exactly is their buyer. What are their buyers' persona? And it's, I'm gonna be honest, it was a mistake that we made even at AutoClose. You know, for the first three months, we were selling to salespeople. Fine, that is our target market, but our messaging to salespeople was wrong. So what we did was we sat down for a week and we went through, okay, who are the different people that are buying auto clothes? You know, one could be the CEOs, one could be the national sales managers, and one could be SDRs. But your messaging to each person has to be different because their goals and their challenges as an individual at that company are all different. CEOs don't care about you having more demos. CEOs care about you bringing in the company more money. However, a, a, a sales manager wants their sales reps to have more demos because those demos will lead to revenue. So you have to make sure you know your buyer's persona um, at the forefront and spend the time doing it. Even though it's not going to make you money, spend that time because you'll make a lot more sales if you know who you're supposed to sell to and what you're supposed to sell to them. So it's a, a great advice, um, and, I, and I see that happen often. Like, and I guess the, I don't know if people still use this term, but how I how I um, how I came to be introduced to what the concept you just mentioned was basically you know you don't have your own sales avatar. Like to create that type person that you want to market to to actually create them and to have a feel and to think and, you, and really take your mindset to like what how would you be thinking if you were that avatar. Uh, and if you don't do that process, then you're right. It's, it's never crystal clear. Uh, it's always going to be there's a little bit more guesswork where that just keeps the discussion also on, on as you add different softwares or different solutions, like even an auto close um, to your to your tool uh, kit. 
um, then you know exactly how to um, implement that tool to get the results you want ultimately. So, I, I mean, I love your, your advice on that. Um, let's talk a little bit more about software in general. So if you're thinking of sales platforms, obviously, um, you know, people are out there shopping, right? I mean, there's, it's no yep. secret. Um, what are some of the things they should be looking in a platform to, uh, what kind of problems should it be solving for them? That's a great question. And I'll tell you where I find the, the market in general is going and sales leaders are going. It's all about consolidation now. Um, as you just said, there's so many different sales platforms. There's so many CRMs. There's so many marketing automation platforms. There's so many cold calling platforms. There's so many everything. But what the sales leaders are looking for is something that consolidates everything into one. And that's what we tried to do at AutoPost. So, for example, we have a B2B database inside the platform that has 32 million prospects that people can actually prospect to. Now, what sales leaders used to have to do is you'd have to go find, okay, let me find a data company, then get the data from them. Then let me find a sales engagement platform or automation company and find out what they do. Okay, and then we have to find a CRM and anything that happens to the sales automation has to go in the CRM. So what I find a lot of people are trying to do is find those all-in-one um, sales platforms or marketing platforms and how people are starting to do it is through a lot of integrations. Um, all the biggest companies now, as you can see, there's a, a lot of acquisitions going on in the market. You know, there's a lot of um, consolidation, mergers, everything going on because salespeople want everything in one place. If I'm a salesperson and I want to make money and make commission and hit my quota, I don't want to have eight to ten tabs at the top of my computer screen that I have to keep logging into different software to do different functions. Put everything in one place that does everything, that integrates with everything I need, and with one click of the button, I could basically automate my sales. And that's where I think the market's going, and um, it's just we're trying to go as well, but I think just sales leaders in general, that's the one thing they're really focusing on. No, definitely. And, 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 you know, even if it's a certain amount of the process, but you're right, it's just like the integration and consolidation of these systems. I mean, when I started – um, in my career, I'm thinking about it out loud, and I'm like, man, I think I had like 11 systems up off the top of my head and three screens. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah. it was like you had to go here and here and here, and I was always thinking, oh, can, like if we could even take one screen away and, and you know, <laughs> and if I could just have five of these or five of these tools on one, it would be so much better to have six things open than uh, 11. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But I remember how it used to be, and it's getting better and better, so I love it, and a lot of it's due to you know great people like you and creating great products that um, are making um, the, the salesperson's job more efficient um, and and you know more effective. And another thing that I'll throw out there that um, that I, I've noticed is that just design. I mean, for your workforce, if you have if you're if you're listening to this and you're working on something a piece of software that's you know 10 years old, just think about it this way: when your sales rep um, is basically, you know, pulling up Facebook on their phone or going home and using their browser at home and just using whatever and, and surfing the web or whatever, um, they can't have a better, like, UI or interface experience than when they come to work and see whatever you have them on if it's antiquated. <laughs> it has to be up to par. It's got to feel exactly. good to them. If it doesn't, um, I, I tell people this all the time. They say, oh, you know, millennials don't stay at the same place for long or this or that. It's like, and it's like, it's not necessarily their behavior of wanting to go somewhere else. It's that sometimes little things like this are the most annoying thing. You come, you go home, you're working on your computer and everything works great. 
you go to work and you're pulling up a CRM or an old antiquated system that's 10 years old that you have to learn how to work that used to work 10 years ago or five or six years ago, and it's just not up to par. That's annoying. That's stressful for a, for a younger worker. I'll throw that out there. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the one thing I'll throw out there also. You're thinking workplace. You're thinking that. You make sure your stuff's updated. Make sure you're working with um, with great products that, um, that also feel good and look good. Um, so, Sean, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on AutoClose, um, what's the best way for them to follow up? So, that's why I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn. So, um, you can follow me on LinkedIn, um, Sean Finder. You can go to our LinkedIn page, even AutoClose. We post a lot of content, a lot of videos, a lot of sales tips, a lot of entrepreneurial tips. Um, you can feel free to email me at Sean at AutoClose.com, and that's spelled Sean with S-H-A-W-N. Um, we have Twitter at AutoClose, and obviously, if you want more information about AutoClose, just go to our website, www.autoclose.com. We have um, a little support thing in the bottom right-hand corner using Intercom that you can chat with one person from sales if you have any questions. But, um, yeah, feel free to let me know if you have any questions about sales, and I'm um, usually pretty quick at responding. All right, Sean. And uh, to the listeners, that's AutoClose with a K, so spelled A-U-T-O-K-L-O-S-E. Um, and Sean, thanks again for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. To the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate your support there. Uh, and Sean, thanks again for coming on the show.